The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Mark Lerner graduated from Michigan State University with high honors with a Bachelor of Arts degree in Social Science. In 1972, he completed an intensive one-year training course in professional astrology, and he was hooked, hearing how they summoned other dimensions to grow thriving gardens in the barren soils of northern Scotland. Mark joined the Feinhorn community in 1976. His book includes Welcome to Planet Earth, his magazine is GPS Astrology, and his website is linked up at coasttocoastam.com. Mark, welcome back, my friend. How are you? I'm great. Uh, thanks for having me on tonight, George. You are what we call an expert in Earth astrology. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, when I began Welcome Planet Earth, which was a newsletter, newspaper, and magazine from 1981 to 2000, um, Again, the name that has been used for hundreds of years in Europe and America about Earth astrology was the word mundane. And, of course, now we talked about this last time when I was on with with you and everybody in in June. That word now is kind of ho-hum, but it, it never was that way. But fundamentally, Earth astrology is the astrology of eclipses, the beginning of seasons, what we call the equinoxes and solstices, new moons, full moons war leaders. It's basically looking at, um, in fact, every state of the Union. I mean, here in the United States, all of us listening here and anywhere around the world, every country has a birth chart, every state, even every city and town. Sometimes they're hard to find, but every state in the United States, for instance, when it entered the Union, that's a chart. And a lot of you out there are living in states where maybe the state chart and your personal birth chart can be compatible or incompatible. Because I get a lot of people, there's what we call astrocartography, which has been developed the last 40 years. So even whether you're living in your own uh, birth town or you've moved away, sometimes people are not living exactly in the best situations and other people are. What's the significance of full moons? We've got the harvest moon tonight. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, this, this is one of the rare times where I'm actually on within 
a couple hours uh, of a full moon. So this is what they call a supermoon. That only means it's not really all that significant. It's just that certain months, uh, we always have a full moon. Sometimes it's a total lunar eclipse or a partial lunar eclipse. So every 29 days, there's a full moon. If the moon is what we call perigee, closest to the Earth, the moon is not always the same distance from us then the moon looks bigger, you see. Whereas um, at apogee, in fact, this is what's going to happen at this solar eclipse, what we call an annular solar eclipse. Many of your listeners have now heard about the one on October 14th, which is not total, and that's because the moon is at apogee. It's, it's further away from the Earth, so when you hear or you go online to NASA, whatever it is, and want to hear about it and read about um, the annular solar eclipse October 14th, they'll call it a ring of fire because what's happening, and again, everybody's got to take the usual uh, precautions, just like with a total solar eclipse, you can't stare at the sun. So you got to, you know, figure out a way not to directly look at the sun. So the, just keep in mind that sometimes the moon is closer and sometimes it's further away. Full moons, though, you know, for hundreds, if not several thousand years in, in astrology and astronomy, you know, this is like where we get all the idea about werewolves and animals getting all kind of crazy because the, this, the sun and the moon are tugging at the earth. And the same thing really at new moons and, and solar eclipses, whether they're total, annular, or partial, then you get the sun and the moon on one side of the earth. So this is why eclipses, they're very powerful in astrology, we call the sun and moon the two lights. So they're fundamentally like in everyone's charts. We have a sun and we have a moon. And sometimes the moon is more powerful in the moon sign in people's charts. People need to understand that the moon is incredibly significant, and we're much more than our sun signs. Mark, is it unusual to have two eclipses, even though it's a lunar and solar eclipse in October? Uh, no, I mean, it is, uh, what happens every year is they start shifting. Um, get this, I was reading up on, I mean, I have these classes, just so everybody knows that I've taught for a long time. There's 36 of them. In the advanced series, there, I have a whole lesson, hour lesson, and all kinds of notes about eclipses and fixed stars and uh, even heliocentric astrology and so on. But I looked at the Britannica about how frequent we get eclipses. You can get two to five solar eclipses in a year. You can get two lunar eclipses, but they, they shift from one month to another. So, so, yes, it is unusual to have them in October. Um, the other thing is sometimes you can have a year where there's no lunar eclipses, either full or partial. But we always have a couple of solar eclipses. And one other thing, George... The maximum is five, and in 1935, there were five solar eclipses, and according to the Britannica, the next time we'll have that number will be in 2,206, like 260 or 260 plus years later. That's how infrequent it is to have five solar eclipses in a year. Unusual. I've talked to Glynis McCants, our numbers lady. I'll ask you too, Mark. You're the astrologer. What is it about numbers and celestial patterns that determine our outcome? Well, you know, yeah, I mean, numerology, astrology, tarot, uh, gematria, going back to the Bible, 
For instance, the Hebrew alphabet was a pictorial alphabet. Our English alphabet is actually connected to all of that. That's why we know, like, for instance, in English, the letter A is the first number. So that generally using regular numerology, A has a one value um, quantitatively, but it's more qualitatively, whether in a person's name. And an A could be like a numerology. You could have a long A or a short, short A. You know, some people's names begin with A, A, uh, the power of vowels. B is the second letter, that's a two, and so on. C is three, and so on. So numerology, often we're working with people's names, and of course we all have the numbers of, let's say somebody's born the 12th month, December, so there's a 12 there, whatever day, 15th, 8th, and so on, and then you have digits for your year. So when Glynis is on, and you know I've been doing this myself for decades, numerology is the foundation point of astrology because everything in all of our charts, the sun is in one degree out of 360 of our charts, the circular chart. Most of the people listening have seen their charts or hear about it. There's 12 signs. Each sign is 30 degrees of space. If you multiply 30 times 12, you get the 360 degrees of the zodiac and of a circle. And so we all have the sun at a particular degree that has a number and a value. The same thing with the moon, Mercury, Venus, the eight main planets. And if you work with asteroids, which I do, and uh, the planet Chiron, which was discovered in 1977. And then you work with mathematical alignments, like a grand triangle or a square or oppositions. They're part of uh, what we call aspects in astrology. So everything is part of like the great geometry of the heavens and what we all learned when we were studying geometry in high school but uh, I love those classes and somehow I made it to studying astrology which is like cosmic geometry in the recent history of documentary filmmaking one scene stands out above all the hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in the jinx now the person responsible for that moment Sereb Kaufman stepson of the victim friend of the murderer star of the documentary for the first time ever shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I used to have so many men how this beguiling woman in her 50s she looked like a million bucks with zero qualifications she had a Harvard plaque tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's Dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. 
Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Astrologically speaking, Mark, when there's a full moon, what does that mean to us? Well, what's happened is that, again, if we go back hundreds of years, it was, let me put it this way, humanity was used to this kind of thing all over the world. Now, if you have an, uh, a, a cloudy sky or it's raining, the moon will be out there, but it's, you're not going to be able to see it full. So, but it's such a stark reality. So I think, uh, I'm sure there's so many books about how we get mythologies and how ancient peoples, for instance, they would get their shamans and so on, because astrology and astronomy and looking at the heavens, and we even have calculations going back several thousand years to the Middle East, India, China, all over the world, where astrologer astronomers were watching say jupiter saturn conjunctions every 20 years um as far as the full moon is it's it, it does disturb shall we say the atmosphere you know animals birds and so on so that that's why there's been so many movies you know particularly in the recent years about you know zombies and werewolves and strange behavior because what's happening again like before when the moon is full the the uh, sun and the moon are tugging at the earth, just like the tides, and that has an impact on all of our lives, okay? So, but in the ancient world, the thing is, as the moon keeps changing its phases, the full moon was always important, and this is important for us to think about in the ancient world, because so, so many of us live in these, you know, well-lit cities with artificial light, that this is how people needed to protect themselves, you know, from enemies and so on, you'd have people guarding your, your town and so on to make sure somebody didn't attack you, and if the moon was full, you could see things. You know, when, when, um, when SEAL Team 6 took, took down Osama bin Laden, as an example, I think there's that movie Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah. A lot of this stuff ha- happens still, um, and, you know, I mean, these are warfare things that are really shocking, but having studied so much history and current events, they didn't just go in there, you know, to this unusual area, you know, during during a bright, you know, sunny day. I mean, a lot of this is like all planned, and you know, they don't tell us about this. The Defense Department, so on, to go in when people are asleep, and there isn't a moon, like what we call the dark of the moon, just before a new moon, in order to, you know, obscure helicopters or whatever it may be. Mark, any news on the outer-reaching planets and these other celestial objects out there in the solar system? Well, yeah, this is a, there's a combination of things that's very disturbing. You know, we all think we're sort of out of that horrible COVID situation, and of course many of us are reading, okay, there are these different variants, you know, how serious is it? Everybody's got different opinions. Oh, it's you know more like the flu. Other people have come down with it. And depending on people's health, you know, it, it can be very serious. Now, here's where I wanted to mention this. There's a planet called Eris, okay, it was discovered in 2005. 
It has a cycle of 559 years. It's one of these planets beyond Pluto. Now, on October 20th and 21st, right between these two eclipses, okay, the October 14th annular solar eclipse, which is actually coming through Oregon, Nevada, New Mexico, through San Antonio, Texas, goes into Mexico. That particular eclipse is on the 14th. The other one I definitely want to talk to everybody about, October 28th, which is a partial lunar eclipse, because that's connecting to the great stock market crash in New York from 1929. So I want to to mention that fairly soon here. But Eris and the nodes of the moon, a lot of people know their charts. There are these two horseshoe figures. It has to do with the fate destiny points as the moon and the earth and the sun coordinate. And what's happening is Eris, this faraway planet in mythology, uh, this planet was named after the sister of Mars. She was the one in mythology who created, in a sense, was the catalyst for the Trojan War because she wasn't invited to a particular marriage. And these mythologies are part of these planets. And the other thing I want to say is now the World Health Organization and the CDC have allowed, if not encouraged, um, particularly a, a biologist in Ontario, Canada, to come up with names instead of the variants, because when somebody says, well, we've got the BA2 point, whatever it is, so many people are like, oh, there they go again, you know, with these weird Greek names. So now they're naming, um, and one of these variants is named Eris, you see, and we're going to have Eris very powerfully situated, and that worries me, you see, that, that a biologist or an astronomer will sort of connect up something and then say, oh, Here's the, the latest COVID kind of thing. It's a long story, but, it, but just people are going to see these names like Arcturus, Fornax, Parola, these different little cutesy names. I don't think they should be doing this. You know what I mean? They're, they're naming viruses that you can't see after celestial bodies. That's kind of silly, isn't it? It's, it's silly. Look, the thing is, they don't know what they're doing. You see, this is part of the problem, even with these names like Eris or Sedna and so on. Now, some of these planets that are being discovered by, I mean, there's some great astronomers, Mike Brown, Chad Trujillo, you, I don't know if they've ever been on your show, you know, these, these yeah. astronomers that are finding all these planets, right, you know, beyond Pluto. There's a whole bunch of them. And when people order, um, if they they order my consultations if they want to know about where Eris is or Sedna, you know, I'll tell them. But the thing is, because they have powerful forces, but it is very silly, and it's not just silly, I think it's very dangerous. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. 
And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.